This podcast is brought to you by Most Valuable Podcasts, leading the league in podcasting entertainment. Hello, football fans, and welcome to the Onside Kick. My name is Ricky Widmer, and as always, I'm joined by the Mark Weber. Dub them ease. And I, I don't mean to sound like a broken record here. Usually we like to have different topics on the outside kick from week to week. Mm-hmm. But I think for the month we're of September, repeat the whole thing. we're a Cowboys podcast yep. for the month of September. Yeah, Go you know what? Dallas Cowboys. Go boys. Uh, <laughs> America's team. That's what they like to say. Uh, so what else are you going to talk about? I mean, the Dallas Cowboys. Or right? the New York Jets. Who? <laughs> Who? Which football team is that? They, they kind of won last night over the Colts. The New York football Jets? We could talk about the debacle in Indy and uh, Seattle. Yeah. If yeah. talking about 0-2 teams is how you think about uh, starting mm. off your Tuesday night. I mean, You know, I like thinking about teams that just <laughs> disappoint me uh, in every every possible Especially way. Especially a team that you picked to win the Super Bowl like I did. Yeah, but, you know, of course. Did you pick the Seahawks? Yeah. Uh, yeah, to go so, and win. Okay. Uh, so both now, of our Super Bowl To be Bowl fair, winners. didn't they start like 0-4 or something like that? I don't before? know. I don't they know. They started pretty badly last season. I'm actually mm-hmm. amazed that that hasn't been a storyline yet because everybody, well, I know everybody was yeah. pretty much like they're going to just walk away with the entire season. Well, I thought they would they utilize Jimmy Graham a little bit better. Well, but. the funny thing about that to me is who are the like the two biggest moves? Mm-hmm. Jimmy Graham and then, of course, DeMarco Murray. Who is not being used by their teams? Neither. Jimmy Graham and DeMarco Murray. Neither <sighs> one of them being used at all. I, I don't get it. But we are talking, you see it on your computer screen as the title of this podcast. We're talking Dallas Cowboys for the second week in a row. And the reason being is today, as we are recording the onside kick this week, the Cowboys have traded for Matt Castle, giving up a fifth rounder to the Buffalo Bills. And getting Castle and a seventh rounder. Both of these draft picks are for the 2017 draft, though, not for this upcoming one. Yeah, uh, surprise, guys. Matt Castle still in the league. Uh, got cut by the Bills, picked back up by the Bills, traded by the Bills. Nobody wants this guy. Uh, you know, I, I feel like we've been saying for a long time that this is the place. If Matt Castle's going to do it, we this the is the button. place. He did it. It was That was the talk in, uh, in Kansas City. Then Minnesota. In Minnesota. He's, that's his place. Uh, and, of course, he had a little bit of it in Buffalo, and that didn't go well. Uh, but, you know. Or, or that one season in New England. Don't forget about that. Well, that was an actual good season. But that was <laughs> Bill Belichick involved, and that's just magic. Uh, so, I don't know. I mean, is this going to be any different? Probably not, but it's better than Brandon Whedon. I mean, anything's better than Brandon Whedon. It's got to. Do you feel like you would be insulted if you're Brandon Whedon? Like you're sitting there, like, no. all right, guys, I'm going to start no. now. I get to do it. I'm 33 years old, and I no. get to start. And then they bring in Matt another Flynn. 33. They year bring old. in. Uh, well, I don't know if he if Brandon Whedon's actually 33. He oh. might be 34. Matt Castle uh, is 33. But yeah, they bring in all these guys, all these scrubs who don't they have jobs. They brought in Flynn. They brought in Bethel Thompson, Josh Johnson, and Christian Ponder. Yeah. They tried them all out Tuesday and then said, oh, wait, 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 we got a trade. These Sorry, guys, guys, go home. These guys just aren't good enough. We got to make a trade here. Uh, if I'm Brandon Whedon, I know Brandon Whedon's not a starter, but he was a first-round pick just a few years ago. You think he's sitting there going, 
Oh man, I but thought he I was played get for a the shot. but he did play for the Browns. Yeah, I know he played for the Browns. And Let's be honest here. So, in that, with that being said, though, it's a much better team with the Browns. Don't you think? Like, maybe I got a real shot. Maybe I can really look decent, <laughs> and then have a Matt Flynn situation when mm-hmm. I get you know a big deal somewhere else. I just, to me, here's the thing I don't understand about this, and it's in the ESPN article. Is let me find it. It says. And I quote, the Cowboys plan to start Brandon Whedon in Romo's absence with Castle installed as a backup against the visiting Atlanta Falcons in week three. Kellen Moore will be the number two quarterback. Castle will be number three, a source told ESPN. And here's the thing I don't get. I I understand that Castle can't jump right in and boom, know the playbook from day one. But part of me says, yeah, you didn't trade for this guy to be the backup to Brandon Whedon. Did you say Kellen Moore? Yeah, Kellen Moore. Boise State? Boise State quarterback. Hmm. Did yeah. not know he was in the NFL. Yeah. Uh, interesting. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that, your face is like, Kellen Moore? Really? Yeah, I'm like, that guy's, that guy's place? <laughs> All right, cool. Good for him. Uh, you know, y- you can't put Matt Castle in right away. You really can't. Uh, unless you want him to wear like three of those sleeves uh, <laughs> that have all the plays on them. Because he's not going to have any clue what's going on out there. But you didn't trade for this guy to be the backup to Brandon Whedon, am no, I right? you didn't. But I think you have to know in the back of your head, if you are if you tried out four quarterbacks and then you traded your fifth-round pick next year for this guy, you know that Brandon Whedon's not the well, real deal. we got to say in two years because ne- technically next year's mm-hmm. draft is yeah. the one that's coming up next. This is Well, I would consider that this year. Next year is <sighs> next season. I guess. Um, I, I, maybe it's because I'm not in draft mode yet. I'm always in draft mode, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so, I mean, you know that Brandon Whedon's going to fail you. And don't, you, <laughs> obviously don't, fail you? you obviously don't believe in Kellen Moore either, for some reasons on your roster. Well, I mean, uh, the Lions cut him how many mm-hmm. weeks ago, years ago. So, I mean, I obviously they're sitting there, Jason Garrett's sitting there, Jerry Jones sitting there going, Ah, these guys. These aren't our guys. These guys. We got to get this guy over here. We got to bring in this guy over here to make these guys a little bit better. Uh, They know that Brandon Whedon's probably not making it through this game. He's going to throw interceptions because that that Falcons team is good. And they are going to take the ball away from Brandon Whedon because Brandon Whedon is not good. So, and you really, on game day... Okay, I see what the depth chart is. Congrats. <laughs> but on game day, when Brandon Whedon throws his third interception, and it's the second quarter, mm-hmm. do you say, all right, Kellen, get in there, boy? Or do you go, eh, hey, Castle, <laughs> Castle, come over here. What's your name? Mark? Uh, get Mark, in there. Mark get in Castle. there and play. You want to know something, though, that I find really funny? Hmm. The last season... That even though Mark, wow, you got me calling Yeah, Mark, Mark Castle. Matt Castle, his evil twin, Mark Castle, mm-hmm. though. Matt Castle, 33, Brandon Whedon, 31. It's only mm, two years between them. Off. However, Matt Castle's last great, like his greatest season in the NFL, 2010, played 15 of 16 games, over 3,000 yards, 27 touchdowns. Seven INTs. Mm-hmm. You want to know what Brandon Whedon was doing at that time? Uh, play baseball? Starting for the Oklahoma State Cowboys were in that season 13 games, threw for f- over 4,000 yards, 34 touchdowns, 13 INTs in college as a junior. Nice. He's a junior in co- a 
junior in yeah. college when Matt Castle had his best season with the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. And uh, only two years off. <laughs> about the same age. Might as well be. Yeah, it's it's very interesting. Uh, I mean, you feel bad. These are the kind of things. I mean, I'm a Bears fan. I feel it, too, because Jimmy Glossin's now our starting quarterback, apparently. For for now. Tim for Tebow's now. coming, man. I hope. John Fox is going to sign. I, uh, I hope. He's going to sign Tim Tebow. Hey, say, Tim, dude. Tim Tebow won seven games with John Fox. <laughs> Jimmy right. Clausen, a playoff game. Jimmy Clausen. How game. many games did Jimmy Clausen won with John Fox? Zero. Zero. <laughs> uh, how many games has Dave, uh, David Fales won on the practice squad? Or are you, Big Wobbin zero. Or are you failing or failsling, failsling. for Cardell? Um, I like. I want to use the hashtag. I really do want to use that hashtag. Fails for Cardell. I want to use it so badly, but I mean, I don't want Cardell anywhere near ha- my team. Hashtag fail or fails for Cook. Fails for Hackenberg. I don't really believe in any of these quarterbacks, to be honest. None of them have Andrew Luck appeal. But however, Andrew, well, Luck's Andrew a Luck's a bust. Year. So <laughs> let's not get excited about Andrew Luck. I've never seen a bigger bust in my days, and I've seen Trent Richardson. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what you guys are talking about. But right now, the Cow- someone's really angry in our comment section right now. By the way, <laughs> whoever the Colts fans are, but we talked about this. La- well, of course we did because we talked about Des Bryant. I sound like a mm-hmm. broken record. That's what's going to be all podcast. But Des Bryant, we said that his timetable to return week ten against Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. Well, Romo, we know now he is on the IR slash designated to return. And the earliest he can come off of that is week 11 at Miami. Yeah, so we know from now until the 22nd of November, one of these quarterbacks has to do it. Is Matt Castle the guy? Well, by default, sure. Because it's not going to be anybody else. I mean, does anybody, anybody in the world believe that Brandon Whedon or Kellen Moore are going to win a single game? Nobody Brand- spoke up? No. Br- nobody thinks so. Brandon, Not a single person in the world. Brandon Whedon may be able to beat Philly on the Here's week the nine. Thing. Here's the thing, guys. <laughs> Maybe. When I when Brandon Whedon, I was watching the game, when Romo gets hurt, Brandon Whedon comes in, there was a moment where I said, cool, it's Brad, wait, no, Brad? What's his name? I literally could not remember his first name. Brandon Whedon? Yeah, I did not you know what Brad his... Brad Whedon? Well, I was like, is it Brian? Is it Brad? I knew it was a B name. <laughs> I did not know this guy's name anymore. I completely blocked him out of my memory. Because uh, he was terrible. He was... With the Browns. It was bad, and it was a joke. Why do you draft, like, a 30-year-old quarterback okay, well, I mean, in his the first fir- round? His first season wasn't terrible. Over 3,000 yards... I mean, 14 touchdowns and 17 interceptions is bad, but I take those interceptions as you're on the Browns. We get angry about Jay Cutler throwing 18, but 17 yeah, but okay, is okay okay, okay. okay, okay, Jay Cutler never played for the Browns. No, but he played for the shitty-ass Bears. Jay Cutler had a defense behind him. Since when? 2006? He wasn't on the 2016. Okay. That was Rex Grossman. <laughs> Do not remind me about Rex Grossman. <laughs> I remember him unleash, every night. Unleash the dragon. When I Mark. am having nightmares. Unleash the dragon. I wish. I wish that the Dallas Cowboys were unleashing the dragon right now. Remember, uh, was it the Browns or was it the Redskins? Redskins had him. Uh, but no, the team that called Rex Grossman uh, for the, I think it was around Thanksgiving. Oh, the Browns. And he said, "Nah, I'm good." Yeah, the Browns. He said, "I don't want it." Sorry, you can keep mm-hmm. your start. You yeah. can keep your million or whatever he's going to get. Mm-hmm. You want to know how that. much Brandon Whedon's getting paid? Uh, bag of cookies? <laughs> Not a bag of cookies. 
$660,000. That's more than That's I make. That's his salary. It's more than I make. Out of all the like starting quarterbacks that are going to start mm-hmm. this week, he makes the le- the least. Pretty impressive. However, he does play in the what, Mark? NFC what? Least. The NFC least. Hey, they're living up to their name right now. <laughs> they really are. Remember how many people got mad at you when you started that with yeah. AFC least? The AFC least isn't doing terrible. Except no, it's for, the I mean, NFC least, which is the real. To least. be fair, though, the Broncos are not the Broncos. The Dolphins are really disappointing, mm-hmm. uh, and everybody else. We all look like idiots for saying they were going to win everything, uh, and no, apparently not. Apparently, we we're all very, very wrong. But, but the way I see it mm-hmm. is, if Matt Castle's your guy, which he should be your guy. Let's be honest, yeah. Cowboy fans, come on, he's your guy now. I don't know if it's going to be really hard for me to say. And this is a team I just want to throw out there. My Super Bowl winner is 0-2 right now. My NFC champion is without Tony Romo and Des Bryant. Mm -hmm. So I kind of feel, and I kind of feel like last year I picked the Bears to win. You did. And they did terribly. And the Colts, well, the Colts did better. But if I pick your team to win the Super Bowl, Mm. it's a... Kiss of death, death sentence. on your team. Yeah. But Matt Castle, I don't think he's the guy to lead them. I, but he's the best option. Yeah, he's but— He's the only thing available. I re- <sighs> What are you going to do, try and trade for Jimmy Garoppolo? That's your only option. Oh, that That's would, the only other option. That would be a good option. Or— But you know that the, or, you know that the Patriots are going to ask for a King's Ransom. Or, or instead of Matt Castle— Call up Bill O'Brien. Hey, Hoyer Mallet, which one you want to give us? No, he's going to ask for too much. You're not going to get one of those guys for that fifth round pick next draft. Mm-hmm. Nah, you're going to be you're going to be going up to that third round pick, which I know isn't anything too high, but that's kind of bad. Should they have traded for RG three? No. Give RG three a shot. Who the fuck wants RG three? Hey, who wants RG three? If RG three can be the RG three of old and, and the pro of one season. Of his rookie year. Then he got the stanky leg. <laughs> and it's done. The stanky leg. But I, I think you... The thing about RG3, too, is you got to remember, this is a guy who is star profile. Mm-hmm. Wherever RG3 goes next season, he's going to be expected to start. RG3, I highly doubt, is competing for a starting job. He is going to be the assumed starter. He could lose the starting job easily, but he'll be the assumed starter in that situation. Uh... There's How just, about Zach Mettenberger? Why didn't they try to get a deal for Mettenberger? Castle is his proven? I guess. Mettenberger's not? Or Mettenberger, not Zettenberger. I, I, feel, I feel like Mettenberger you can get at a cheaper price, though. You didn't have to give up a fifth. You can give up, a, like, a sixth. Maybe. Maybe. But I Maybe think, I'm devaluing Zach Mettenberger. No, I, I don't think you are. Because uh, I'm just trying I, I to think, think of other teams that have the quarterback The, the situation for this, I think, is simply that Matt Castle, we've seen him do good, and we've seen him do okay. Mm-hmm. We've also seen him do bad. But we've seen him do pretty decent, uh, and they are holding off. I mean, they're holding off for dear life for these next eight weeks. Eight, gonna, nine maybe weeks. I'm probably jumping the gun here, but I'm just going to say straight through to that Miami game, uh-huh. you're going to lose this week to Atlanta because Brandon Whedon's your starter for this week. New Orleans? Coin well, flip. Drew Brees isn't Coin there. flip, because so, Drew Brees yeah. ain't going to play. Um, so maybe a win. You're not going to beat Tom Brady now without Dez and Romo. You guys weren't going to beat Tom Brady in the first place. I think the Giants can beat...
beat you in round two. They should have beat you in round one. They're going to be really pissed <laughs> off. Gonna they're going to be interested. They have blown two leads at the end of games mm-hmm. now. I'm going to... The Seattle they're game. 100% of blowing leads. The Seattle game I'll come back to. Philly, I'll give you a win only because everyone can beat Philly right now. Tampa no. Bay. I will give Jameis Winston a win mm-hmm. over this team. And then that leaves that Seahawks game I skipped. Probably by that time the Seahawks get it clicking. Oh, yeah. You're losing five of these games. And that's what? You're already 2 and 0. So five I, losses. I would even say that's fairly optimistic. Two wins, you're four and five at that point. I even think you're being a little optimistic, Ricky. But then you tell me what you think. Uh, lose every single game. All of them? They're what gonna, are they going to win? I mean, to be fair, New Drew Brees isn't there for the Saints. But New it's Orleans an away game. Philly. Away game. I think by this point, Philly has to have it together, right? So you're kind of the same thing I said for Seattle. You're saying with Philly? Yeah, they have to look better than they do right See, now. See, I think, and this is me with Philadelphia, and their biggest problem is Sam Bradford. And I'm not saying— Oh, he'll be hurt by that. Well, no, no, no. It's fine. <laughs> I'm not saying that as, like, bashing Sam Bradford. Mm-hmm. I'm saying it as the Chip Kelly—like, it, it mind-bottles me how— Chip Kelly's offense, you need a quarterback who can both run and kind of throw the ball. Mm. Kind of needs to run. Running is a primary option to throwing it. And you go ahead and get rid of a guy in Nick Foles that can do both to get a guy who can't run, who's a pocket guy, mm. but he can't run because he's had knee injuries. And I'm yeah. totally saying he, he's not a runner because he's had knee injuries. So because of that, you're kind of every time you go to quote unquote read option it. Mm-hmm. If I'm the defense, fuck it, I'm gonna let Sam Bradford try to beat me. Just target Demarco. Yeah, it's uh, well, not even Demarco because Demarco doesn't play that much. They don't let him on the field. And looking at that, why did you trade? Like I get it, at the mm-hmm. time you thought Kiko Alonso would beef well, up your defense. Chip but Kelly ignores injury not, reports. Not, well, not so. even that. Not even the fact that now Kiko's injured in that trade now. Well, he was. He had injury. Pa- he had an injury past, well, just like Sam Bradford. I'm he just, wants both of them. Well, I'm looking at it now thinking, did you really need to make that trade when you had LaShawn McCoy? Mm-hmm. You had LaShawn McCoy. Then you don't even have to worry about DeMarco. Let DeMarco go somewhere else. Well, I mean, to be fair, nobody's going to run behind that line. That run, That offensive line's absolute shit. Uh, and that's one reason why Sam Bradford's undoubtedly going to be hurt mm-hmm. and why Mark Sanchez will be starting for the Eagles at some point in the season. You know, it's the one thing kind of bring this back to the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. If I am a Cowboy fan or if I am Jerry Jones, I don't want, I want DeMarco to go the entire season without producing anything mm. because especially in this gap until the Tampa game, if DeMarco just lights fire and says, screw it, I'm the guy, and he starts scoring massive touchdowns being the guy he was mm-hmm. in Dallas, I bet you the first thing the media says, the fans will even say, is, huh, probably should have franchise tagged him and let Des walk. Yet again, you can't yeah. predict the future. Mm-hmm. But if he lights fire, well, that's another thing where it's like probably should have gave the man his money mm-hmm. and then tried to work a deal with Des. I, I think in one or two more games, if Des Bryant's not the main guy, or not Des Bryant, if Demarco, DeMarco. Murray's not the main guy, I was going to say Des ain't he's playing not for a while. getting stuff done. 
I, I think his season's done in his mind. I think these next two weeks, if he's not, if Chip Kelly doesn't turn around and say, yeah, you're in there, you are our guy, go out and you do it, I, you can see how frustrated he was on the sidelines. He's going to be checked out mm-hmm. and you know create what we're all waiting for. Locker room cancer, it's going to fall Ugh. apart. Chip Kelly's back in college. Because, I mean, or who we're would still even waiting. want him back in college? Like, oh, what every, job? Everybody's going to want Chip Kelly. You think so? Oh, yeah. He made, he made Oregon relevant. Well, actually, Oregon was pretty decent before yeah. Chip Kelly, too. But he... He brought really them, brought I it even further to their first national championship in a long time, though. Mm-hmm. So that was when Cam Newton beat them down. There's definitely teams out there that are going to want. Imagine Chip Kelly in an SEC team. Oh, that wouldn't work. Oh no, but it would put it would actually get him better players because who wants to play in the Pac-12? <laughs> He'll actually get good players, and he can actually have a defense. Honestly, I think if Chip Kelly goes back to college. Mm-hmm. He's either going to be a Big 12 or a Big 10 coach. Don't go to the Big 12. Big 12 is a joke. The, I, I'm i leaning more towards Big 10 because mm-hmm. I could see like a – and not a top-tier team. Maybe like a team like Illinois. Mm-hmm. Like – No, Ricky. Calm down with that <laughs> Illinois talk. I, hey, I'm not – Calm I'm down there. Not starting any rumors here. Or like a team like ACC, Virginia Tech. Mm-hmm. Because most of these top no, he's tier go teams, to a real team. That's what who, he needs. Who's going to fire their coach? That's up there. Well, I mean, I would avoid the ACC as a conference. Like, I agree. If you're Big Ten, mm-hmm. Big Ten, or I just want Here's the reason the why thing. I would love to see him in the SEC is because he'll be able to recruit better players than this he ever be, did in Oregon. This could be more of a topic for the primetime podcast, but I'm mm-hmm. just going to throw it out here. Yeah, for sure. If Charlie Strong leaves Texas, mm-hmm. Chip Kelly, Texas Longhorns, mm, that'd be interesting. Going to Texas. I mean, then they're, all their talk about how college football revolves around them will actually matter. <laughs> but th- we said the Cowboys. You said they're going to lose all the games until Romo Every gets game. back. I'm saying four and five. Mm-hmm. Let's look at the other teams in that time. So you have Philadelphia right now, 0-2. Oh New, Ju- New York Jets this week. That's a loss. Washington. Right now, Washington looks like they could beat the Eagles. Mm-hmm. However, I'm not for sure going to say loss. Week five, depending on how long Breeze is out, the New Orleans game could be a win. The Jet or the Giants, I think, beat them. Carolina beats them. Dallas, I'll give Dallas. Eh, I don't know. I'll give Dallas the win, I guess. And then Miami will beat them. That's another five losses for a team. And what I gave him maybe two wins, so you're what two and seven mm-hmm. going into week eleven because they they have a week eight by two. Then the Giants, you have Washington, Buffalo, 49ers, Eagles, Cowboys, Saints, Bucks, and then the Patriots before they're by in week eleven. That's not a good schedule. And then the Redskins, Giants, Eagles, Falcons, Jets, Bucks, by Patriots, Saints. Mm-hmm. All of these teams have tough schedules in that time. So from the Dallas Cowboys, I'm saying, okay, good. Our division sucks as of right now, and they have to go up against tough opponents just like we do. Yeah. And we, if I am, if I'm Jason Garrett, I'm preaching to my team right now. The most important games are the divisional ones. Beat the Giants. Beat the Eagles. 
Mm-hmm. We get through those. The rest of our division's going to suck. And then Romo and Bryant can come back. And boom, we can try to run the table. But the problem is you're running the table against the Panthers, against the Packers, against the Jets, who so far are good. But with the Bills. Tony Romo and Des Bryant, I'd give them an upper hand. Mm, I don't know, man. I However, don't know. it's how are they going to play after all that time of injury? Yeah, exactly. That time of not mm-hmm. doing anything really. Uh, obviously, they're doing something, but well, I, don't I know. think oh, I don't know. I think with the IR, I think Tony Romo. I don't think he can practice now because he's mm-hmm. on the IR. Well, he can do stuff on his own, I'm sure. But like with the team, I don't think mm-hmm. he can actually practice yeah. now because he's on the IR. It's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. I mean, I. And, week 11, and in that Week 11 game, we mm-hmm. don't know if the Miami Dolphins are finally going to wake up by that uh, time. I don't know. I mean, they're going to go 0-16. I don't know what's <laughs> going on right now with the Dolphins. It's just, to me, this whole division is primed for like an 8-8 eight and eight playoff team. Do we see the same thing we saw in the NFC West before Pete Carroll? The 7-9? and 7-9 uh, division winner? I mean, it's. I guess it's possible. Because I don't see any of these teams really pulling it away. Maybe Washington can get it together because they've looked okay. That was the year we had the Seahawks Saint mm-hmm. wild card round. That's when the, Beast Mode really the, came out. Yeah, and the Homer Dick move. Yeah. That was uh, yeah. he's the real deal now. That was a good time. But I mean, if I'm the Cowboys, just to answer the question that is the title of this podcast. Oh yeah, I can answer it in one word. No. Yeah, no. Matt Castle does mm-hmm. not lead you to the playoffs. Nope. Does he lead you to a good record during this time? No. Maybe. No. I'll, 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 I'll be more optimistic than Mark. I'll say maybe. But in the end, I know Brandon Whedon is starting this week. But come on. Matt Castle is the guy. I'm not convinced Brandon Whedon makes it through this game. <laughs> Let's be real here. The How Falcons many are quarters a really good does he defense. get through? Uh, you know, I might give him three. Three quarters. I thought you were going to give him a half. I was going to give. I was thinking about giving him <laughs> just one half, but I think he can really suck up the first half. Go out there, first drive interception. They go, okay, forget it. Castle, you're going in, and Kellen Moore's going to say, "They go, wait, I'm, I'm number two, and no one's going to pay attention to him." If Atlanta wins this game too mm. against the Cowboys, do we praise them for being three and zero, or do we say, "Shut up, you beat three teams in the NFC least." Um, I, I think we I think we should praise them they because they came the Eagles, from rubble. They would have beaten the Eagles, Giants, and Cowboys in their first three. I mean, games. they came from the dumpster. So let's give them <laughs> let's give them some credit where credit's due. Uh, they really pulled themselves up. Another team I want to talk about mm-hmm. mainly because of last night's Monday night game. All right, the New York Jets. Yeah. Well, are they really a team this year? I mean, here's the thing about that Jets game. Uh, they looked legit. For a while. And then the, and like I'm talking about Fitzpatrick, he mm-hmm. looked really good. And then it just kind of was like, all right, neither team's doing anything. Mm-hmm. The Jets defense looks good. The Jets defense definitely looks good. But Andrew Luck also looks horrible. I mean, he looks bad. His own coach is calling him out saying he looks like shit. No, 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 no. The co- His coach from, is saying he doesn't play from well. From what I understand, it's not, Pagano wasn't calling out Luck. He was calling up management saying, like, hey, you know what? Yeah, we got Andrew Luck, but we can't do anything because our offensive line sucks. This mm-hmm. sucks. That sucks. No, he told he said that the offensive line is bad. You would think that Andrew Luck would be used to it right by now. Yeah, that was a jab at Ursay to say, hey, fucking. Yeah, but he's team. also saying to Andrew Luck, you can't make those mistakes. 
Nah, I think it's more of a jab at. Mm, I mean, he's definitely taking the stab at management, but Andrew Luck is not not getting a pass from coach, not at all. Nah, I think it's more of a management thing. But with Andrew Luck, wait, hold on. Andrew okay. Luck had four turnovers, and Pagano's response to that was, "It's not that hard. It's not trigonometry." <laughs> You're telling me that's not a stab at Andrew Luck, Stanford grad. Uh, I'm telling you, man. I'm not saying that he's throwing his coach under the bus or anything like that, but oh yeah, and even going for this is coming from NFL.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, that they mentioned the fact that Andrew Luck's degree is a math-based major, so that's a, that is a that is a straight stab. This is from Connor uh, Connor Orr from NFL.com. That is a direct stab at Andrew Luck. And like I said, he's not saying I'm going to bench my number one overall pick. He's just saying, man, you're better than this. Well, and because you brought up the Colts, I'm going to say this about them. Mm-hmm. I heard this last night on the late like ESPN radio show here in Chicago. I think it's a national show. But the one thing the guy brought up was, hey, a good thing for the Colts is guess who? guess who you get to play six games this year against? Your division. And guess what? Your division isn't very good. The Texans are probably mm. the best of the three teams, but your next three games, division, division, division. Mm-hmm. And if you can win those three games, you'll be fine. You just got to mm. win your. If you're the Colts, you just got to win your division. That's yeah. all you got to do. But if you're yeah. averaging three inter, uh, three turnovers a game, Andrew Luck, gotta get that stuff together, man. Gotta get that together. If sure. Mariota beats Luck this weekend, crown his ass. <laughs> If Mariota comes back out and looks like the Mariota we saw in week one, mm-hmm. and Andrew Luck throws like two or more INTs. Man, the whole world would be wrong in that case. I won't know what to make of anything anymore if that if that happens. But back to the team I wanted to talk about. The team that won last night's game, Mark, the Jets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you buying into them at all, or is this just a, okay, they played the Browns and the struggling Colts? I mean, I'm buying into them in the sense of, I think they're good, mm-hmm. but I don't think they're anything special. I think Fitzpatrick is very limited, uh, but obviously miles ahead of Geno Smith. Geno Smith is the worst thing that's ever happened to, to football. Uh, they really lo- I said it when he got punched in the face, and I'll say it again. Mm-hmm. They, the Jets lucked out. Uh, that guy did him a favor. I wouldn't be surprised if money was exchanged afterwards, and they said, hey, sorry that we got to <laughs> cut you, but here's a 1000 bucks. Thank you. Uh, Thank you for punching him in the face. Whew, that was the best thing you've ever done for this team. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Fitzpatrick is fairly limited. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've done a good job of kind of controlling him, maintaining him, and not letting him make mistakes because we all know he likes to throw interceptions. Uh, but this Jets defense is very, very real. Can I say something bold? I guess so. I guess I will and allow this. Jets fans, if you watched my preseason preview, mm-hmm. This is going to go against everything that I said, because honestly, I thought teams would be different. Yeah, there's. I'm going to say there's because a, now football has happened. There is a possibility. A I'm going to say solid possibility that before the Week Seven game between New England and New York, there's a good chance the Jets could be five and zero going into that game. Hmm. I think they beat Philly this week. They can beat the Redskins. The only game that's a 
eh, mm-hmm. is that Miami game. But if they beat Miami with that bye at week five, they could be undefeated going yeah. up against the Patriots. I mean, it's not a tall order. Let's be real here. And it wouldn't be that difficult wait, for them on to top do this. of that. Before they play Buffalo on Thursday night, week ten, they could be seven and one going into that game. Yeah, I mean seven and one going into their week ten game. I, I hate to do this, but Ricky, you're saying it like it's a big deal. But well, it's the I mean, Jets. Yeah, they're well. I'm well. Yeah, sure. But they're playing the Eagles. They're playing the Dolphins. They're playing the Redskins. They're playing the Raiders. They're playing the Jaguars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I get it. I do, and I see where your heart's at. I see that you want to make Jets fans feel good about themselves. After uh, I piss them off in the yeah. preseason. I, I see you trying to, trying to you know, make face here, but let's not get too excited. Can I say another thing about the Jets? Sure. This team reminds me of the 2007 Chicago Bears. Mm, good, interesting. Really good defense. Mm-hmm. Phenomenal defense. Probably the top defense that we've seen in the league so far. You're talking about 2006 when they went to the Super Bowl? 2006, the okay. 07. I was thinking the year the Super 2005, Bowl 2005, 2006. No, it was 06, 07. Because it was the 07 Super Bowl. Because it you're was right. my you're junior after, year. You're after the White Sox won the World Series. Yes. Thank you for throwing that in my face again. You're welcome. <laughs> but just like that Bears team, the 2006, I think it would technically be, even mm-hmm. though the Super Bowl was on 07, a great defense. Just competent offense. Rex Grossman's on the team. Rex Grossman, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah. You got yourself a quarterback. They both like to throw it deep. They both like to throw interceptions. Uh, one of them went to Harvard. Are these te- Are these two teams not the same? Yeah. How funny is it, though, that they kept mentioning the fact that Fitzpatrick went to Harvard throughout the game? Mentioned <laughs> it all the time. Like, this is the only good thing you got to say about <laughs> this guy is the fact that he went to Harvard. Also, they at one point... Ah, I forgot who it was, but someone says, like, we got a Harvard graduate. And Stafford. And, no, and no. Stanford. They specifically said, and a Yale graduate, talking about the kick returner oh, okay. from Yale. And you're sitting there, Stanford's an Ivy League t- school. Yeah. No, Stanford isn't. Well, I guess it's not. I guess it's, like, just under Ivy League. It's not an Ivy League. But it's fucking legit. They got a good football program. It's not an Ivy League school. Uh, No, they're a legit educational like school. No, no, I know they're they are, good, but they're not legit Ivy academical League. school. Academical. Ivy, Ivy, academic school. <laughs> Ivy Leagues usually don't have great football teams anymore. Uh, no, they're a disaster. No, not anymore. But, yeah, I just, this Jets team, uh, they could they they could make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I am totally, I mean, it's two weeks into the season, overreaction still. Sure. But, if you go 7-1 and one into that Bills game, with one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight games left, odds are you can maybe win three of them. I still think, though, even though this Jets team does look, I don't want to say legit, but they fairly look surprisingly legit. good. Yeah, uh, I still think they're going to mess a couple of these games up. A couple of these games that were like, oh man, they can totally beat the Raiders. I don't know. The Raiders look pretty good. I mean, for a team that we don't expect to be good, they look pretty good. Todd Bowles has that defense on point. Yeah, but Fitzpatrick's bound to have a three-interception game here or there. I think they have, what, seven first-round, like seven former Mm first-round picks on that defense. They weren't all products of the Jets, but That defense is good. That defense is for sure good, but they are, you compared them to the 06 Bears, they're not that level. 
So they're not going to say you can throw five interceptions and we'll still win you this game. And guess who could come back after week four? Because the league has said nothing Mm -hmm. about further punishment. Sheldon Richardson. That'll help a lot. That'll help a lot. Could you imagine how this team looks with Richardson on that team now? Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that defense is good. I just think that Fitzpatrick's going to mess a few games up. I mean, let's remember, this is a guy who played on the Texans. That was a good defense. Mm -hmm. And he still messed things up. Yeah, but you know what I'm going to say? You can put this guy on the Seahawks, and he will mess things up. He'll be good, but he'll still mess things up. Let me pull up their schedule again really quick. I am going to say... Also, we're discounting the Bills a little bit in this conversation. I think the Bills, no, I'm they not. played the Patriots. No, that's, that's why, why they have a loss. That's why I said 7-1 and one into that Bills game, and I have yet mm-hmm. to say who would win that game. Because that's a game where Jets probably lose that one. Mm-hmm. I because would put the, the Bills are pretty mm-hmm. good this year. I would put the Bills in before I put the Jets in yeah. when it comes to playoff conversation. However, and I'm actually looking, I'm doing a little bit of research here Oh, before I say this. Look at you. Oh, no, it's no. not, not going to be the same week. It's not going if, to, if, if I wanted to match it up mm-hmm. to the week, I would have to say week six. But I'm going to say week 15 at Dallas, what's going to happen is the Jets are going to play the Cowboys. The Cowboys are going to go off to a nice lead. I'm going to say, I don't know. 20 to nothing lead going into half. Sure. And then Revis Island and that defense mm-hmm. is going to score 24 points in the second half. Not all for the defense, but they're going to lead the way. Mm-hmm. Cowboys only score three in the second half. Jets win that game to go, and they win it 24 23. Okay. Do you know where I got that from? Um, and Fitzpatrick will throw zero touchdowns and four INTs. Then you're going to be referencing the, <laughs> they are who we thought they are. That's exactly, they are who we thought they were, by the yeah. way. We yeah. We let off the hook. <laughs> let me not, let me not use correct grammar here for a second. They are who we thought they were. Um, we let them off the hook. Yeah, I, it's, oh man, I mean, I, I pick week good 15 times. because it's a team like, actually the Cardinals mm. weren't good then. So that's no. the Dennis Green. So you know what? Screw it. It's not going to be week 15. It'll be week six against the Redskins. Mm-hmm. Same thing like, you know, with the Redskins. I, I think you're giving too much credit to this Jets defense, though, for sure. Oh, okay. We're talk- The 06 Bears were the best defense we've seen since the 85 Bears. <laughs> well, I'm we're not- giving a little too much credit to the Jets defense. Okay, I'm not saying they are the best defense in sliced bread. Mm-hmm. I'm the Seahawks just saying- are, would be very upset yes, about that. I am... L- hashtag LLB. Richard Sherman's going to say, you sit your mediocre uh, <laughs> podcast ass down. Man, I, I would love if Richard Sherman listened to our podcast. But He's busy trying to figure out what the <laughs> fuck's wrong with his team right now. Is he looking at the scoreboard like he did during the Super Bowl? Huh? Oh, what? I love those reactions. <laughs> but uh, what was I going to say? I wasn't saying. I'm not. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to clarify myself. You're not crowning their asses. I'm not crowning their asses. Mm-hmm. It's just... Surprising. They are, they could be, ugh, how do I want to phrase this? I'm, I'm thinking about how to phrase it. They have the mm-hmm. potential to be that good. You expected them to win four games. Now it looks like they can win eight. 
Yes, nine. I'm looking at it differently now because mm-hmm. I've seen actual football on the field. Yeah, real football is nice. New York fans, I'm sorry, but however, they lose the next two. If they lose to Philly, uh-huh. fuck it, they're going two and fourteen. If you lose to Philly, because Philly is terrible. Yeah, they're they're the worst. Philly is like the Cleveland Browns. If you lose to them, your season's over. Pretty much, you <laughs> like, just go. You know what? We're good guys. If you lose to Philly this year, you know what? You're not everybody. Allowed- pack it up. Go home. <laughs> You're not allowed into the playoffs this year. Yeah, just go home. Uh, yeah, it's, I mean, Decker's got a, well, Decker's avoided a season-ending injury, is what mm-hmm. they're saying. Uh, hopefully he's back, because that's a big part. They still got B. Marshall, though. Oh, Brandon Marshall's great. Looks like a great trade but, for the Jets. Oh, yeah, it looks great. Uh, now, uh, well, to be fair, too, he's on a winning team. Put him on a bad team, and, uh, things will go downhill. The Bears? Yeah, put him on a team that's not winning, and things go bad in the locker room. Can I ask you a Bears, a Bears-type question? Sure. I I was listening. I've been this whole week. I've been listening to Waddle. You guys know I listen to Waddle and Sylvia almost religiously mm-hmm. now. And they were talking about the Bears, obviously, because we're in Chicago. Yeah. And for the past few days, they've been talking about Matt Forte and this team and how you can't avoid. I think it was yesterday they made the analogy of. Yeah, it was yesterday. They made the analogy of Ryan Pace and John Fox are not going to do what Theo and Jed um, Hoyer for the Cubs did. They're not going to come out and say, we're rebuilding. Mm -hmm. But really, you know, the Bears are rebuilding. They're in a rebuilding mode. Mm -hmm. Matt Forte is 30. Yes, he is. At the end of the year. Do you give him money to come back, give him his contract? Or do you try to trade him this year? No. Do you, trade you don't him? trade him. No, you don't trade to him. To try to get something out of him. Mm-mm, I wouldn't do that. If this was Madden, sure, I would do it. Uh, but in real football, and Matt Forte is the only reason you're going to win a game or two. If Jay Cutler's hurt for a long time. Or are you franchise tagging him at the end no, of the year no, and no, trading no. him? You're not paying him shit at the end of this year. I'm sorry. No, I'm if saying he doesn't franchise take... tagging him to yeah, trade but... him. No, no, that's even a worse idea. Um and if you're going to trade him, then sure, trade him during the season and let's, you know, fails for Cardale. Uh, <laughs> fails for Cardale. And by f- for Cardale, I mean the best defensive player on the board. Joey uh, Bosa. Yeah, sure. Uh, anybody. Anybody you got, I'll take him. Gladly. Uh, this defense is a disaster. Uh, Kyle Fuller got his ass benched. <laughs> I fucking said that needed to happen. Uh, and it did. Surprise. Um <laughs> But, yeah, it's just the, – the thing about the Bears, they are rebuilding as much as John Fox wants to say they're not. The thing about John Fox is John Fox is very much the guy who's had quick turnarounds. That's all he's done. He's always mm-hmm. had quick turnarounds when he comes into a team. Uh, he can fucking do it with Tim Tebow. So he can <laughs> get a, a quick turnaround. Now, this Bears defense is not built for a quick turnaround because mm-hmm. we've had disastrous management for a while, uh, especially drafting. They had horrible drafts. We see it right now with Kyle Fuller. Um, and Shane McClellan's still out there too. That's always fun. <laughs> and it's what third different position. Uh, yeah, yep, third different position in uh, I think three years. So that's great. But yeah, I mean, it's just it, it it needs to be completely the roster needs to be completely revitalized with young players. Is there anyone worth saving? Uh, Langford looks good. Kevin White's supposed to be good. <laughs> uh, Kevin Kevin White is he going to play this year? No, he's out for the whole year. I think is what that is. You think so? I think so. I don't think. I mean, Jay Cutler apparently hurt his hamstring, and they let him just go home. So, 
I, I think it's a mistake. I jokingly said that I'm not a conspiracy. I said this to you, Ricky. I'm not mm. a conspiracy guy, but Bears players, when they get hurt for some reason this year, they just don't play for a while. And it's not like it's never seems like it's a legit injury until like later on you find out what happened where like everyone's like, oh, it's a shoulder. It's his hand. He broke his hand. He messed up his shoulder. Then mm-hmm. later on, John Fox goes, oh, it's his hamstring. And was like, really? Hamstring? He didn't look. He was baby in his hands when he yeah. walked out. What's up with the hamstring? I don't know what's going on, but it's. And just to go off. I the think point, they don't care. I think they want number one overall or something. Just in case. You don't have a computer in front of you, even though you're listening to this podcast. Maybe you you're doing it on, it on your phone. ITunes. Yeah, but just to put you up with some stats, what Mark talking mm-hmm. about quick turnovers. John Fox took over as head coach of the Carolina Panthers in 02. 7 and nine season, last in the South. Oh three, eleven and five, first in the South, goes and loses to the Patriots in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. That coming from oh one where the Panthers beat the Vikings week one and then lost 15 straight games. 15 straight. So they went from 1-15 to 7-9. and nine. Yeah. Then 11-5 and five and a Super Bowl appearance. Another 7-9 and nine in 05 went back to the NFC title game under Fox. You get the point. Mm-hmm. With Denver, 2011, all of the years, John Fox was there, went to the playoffs. Eight and eight year under Tim Tebow, divisional game loss against the Patriots, two thirteen and three seasons and a twelve and fourteen, with a Super Bowl appearance in two thousand thirteen, two thousand ten before he came there, the Broncos had one two three four wins. Yep, they were a four win team. Now this is not the Bears situation. Bears going from a five win season last year. They're going to be dropping similar, to like three wins. Similar to the Broncos one. Mm. However, unless the Bears sign Tim Tebow. I hope. I Tim can only Tebow hope. helped them go to that 8-8 eight and eight year. Hey, Tim Tebow beat the Bears that year. So, Well, no. Marion Barbarian beat yeah. the Bears that year. Because like, you guys want me to go in or out of bounds? What do you guys uh, want me you to... want me to run out of bounds? Cool. I got, got it. you guys. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I, I got I'll, it. I'll stop the clock for you. Uh no yeah I I this Bears team needs to go like a three <laughs> a three win season they might need a couple of those because this roster has no no youth to it no legit like no good youth to it uh so that they need a you know what's scary about that know. eight and eight they need a calling is what needs to happen you know what's scary about that eight and eight team the Tim Tebow team yeah week one week three week five. And week 17, mm-hmm. those were three games where they either lost by three or four points. They win those games, and they're a 12-win team. They had a great defense. I mean, that's why they won. That's why they were able to have Tim Tebow as their quarterback, because their defense would only let 15 points or so on the board. Mm-hmm. And it's really easy to have a fourth-quarter comeback when you only have to score a touchdown and a field goal. Just like the Jets this year. Yeah. That's what it looks like. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, there's no reason why Andrew Luck couldn't have beaten these Jets. There's no reason. They lost by two possessions. There's yeah. no reason why he couldn't have scored two touchdowns. Well, it's kind of hard when you don't have a run game. And your offensive line just disintegrates yeah. in front of you. And then you throw three interceptions. But uh, before we you know, before we wrap up this week, what games are you looking forward to? What um, games jump off the page for you in week number three? Yeah, yeah. Uh, 
Well, I, I think the Redskins Giants game stamps up for me because Are I you don't being know sarcastic? what. No, you I legitimately to, you love to be sarcastic. With I'm bad legitimately games. interested in this game because I don't know what to expect from either one of these teams. The Giants keep showing like, oh, they're they can do something and then they throw it away. I got a question for you. Mm-hmm. And this is because you have Alfred Morris and fantasy. That I do. I said this week, one of my pickums mm. or pick ups, I should say, for fantasy football, Matt Jones. Do you think Matt, if you're an Alfred Morris owner, which you are, do you pick up Matt Jones or do you um, say, screw it, I'm going to stick with Alfred Morris? I don't know. I might avoid the Redskins altogether <laughs> at this point. There's a really good rookie in Arizona that I'm trying to David get. David Johnson? Yeah, if, I, if I'm sitting good there. Luck. Good luck. I know. If I'm, good si- luck. If I'm sitting the- there and I need a running back, that's the first guy I'm looking at. You did know? you did side note? Did you really put a claim on him in our league? Uh no. Okay. I'm not gonna, I'm so not I was gonna, gonna say if he did, I'm like six in the waiver wire. I'm not gonna get him. I'm gonna look it up right now on my phone, and this is me kind of bragging, and I don't know why I'm bragging. Bragging because you're number one overall in the I waivers. I think I'm number one on the waiver wire again. Oh, yeah, what, I'm what number a, one on the waiver wire. What for, a brag Ricky. for the second straight what a, week. What a brag! You've lost two games for the second straight week in a row. Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying that there's better people to go for uh, when you have Alfred Morris. Now, of course, when you have that situation where uh, the worst player in your league, Ricky Widmer, gets that guy, like David Johnson, I'm yeah, saying. not Matt Jones. You might need to go for someone like that, but I mean, I don't, I don't know if I'm that confident about it. Honestly, I mean, Alfred Morris wasn't doing anything special when he was healthy. Yeah, but Matt Jones, two touchdowns last week. Yeah. Is it is it just a booming week for him, or is he going to have any big play possibility? You know what a game that jumps off the page to me? <laughs> Noon game, Colts at Titans. Because, like I said, the mm, Colts, I, everyone's, another ex- one. everyone's expecting, like, okay, the Colts are going to come out. This is where they write the ship. However, I'm sitting there going— but what if we see Mariota be the Mariota from week one? The Colts go 0-3. Mm-hmm. Their Super Bowl chances are probably zero in well, my mind. Mariota has a good chance to do really well because the Colts don't have cornerbacks anymore. Um, they got Vonta Davis, and that's it. He's hurt. Well, I guess he might be healthy for this game. I don't know, but he mm-hmm. got hurt. Uh, they were literally starting guys who have never played yeah. at the corner position yesterday uh, on Monday night. So... Maybe Mariota can be legit out there and really throw all over this Colts defense because the Colts defense isn't good. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't know. Maybe that'll work for him. I wouldn't be. So- I actually, Ricky, as much as I say, like fantasy football, for example, Ricky really mm-hmm. wanted Marcus Mariota, and I'm like, eh, you're you're getting a little too excited here. Okay, I didn't think the Browns were actually going to have a good defense. Mm, you know, especially rookies. after what? I, okay, I thought that it was more of I. Um, <laughs> I thought the Jets were better than the Browns, and I was like, oh, mm-hmm. okay. Then the, it, well, the Jets are better than Browns. Well, it was more of the Jets offense being better than the Browns and the Browns just being the Browns. I just mm-hmm. thought the Browns were the Browns week one, and I thought, cool, Mariota against the Browns, mm-hmm. easy win. You thought they are who we thought they were? I, they are who we thought they were. They were not, though, because yeah. they, they sacked them, I what, think, four or five times? I think this is an opportunity where the Titans can do really well just because the Colts— the Colts, honestly, they look like a situation where Pagano's fired week eight, and we're sitting here going, how are you guys possibly losing this many games? You are way better than that. Maybe they got too much talent. Is that possible? Can you have so much talent that you suck? Mm-hmm. I, I guess it's possible. Uh, no, they're just missing the key parts, really is what it is. 
Another game I'm looking at is Niners Cardinals. I mean, first, yeah, first NFC West game for each team. Mm-hmm. The Cardinals can go zero and three in this one. I mean, it's they have a great shot. However, the Niners, what team are we going to see? The one that where you beat the Vikings, or the one where you lost the Steelers? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, the Steelers are a good team. It was a tale of two teams mm-hmm. so far for the Niners. I mean, hey, so far my prediction's right. You still only have one win. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I mean, I I think another thing too. I think Broncos are going to continue lucking into wins uh, because Matthew Stafford. Who, who? What's he going to do? He's we, hurt. We got the winless bowl in Seattle. Oh, that's going to be a good one. <laughs> who gets their first it's be, win? Well, I you know <laughs> Seattle is really pissed off and like there's no reason if the Bears win this game. The, the Bears Seattle, are kind of like eh, whatever. We're the Bears. The Seahawks need. Well, could Jimmy Clausen's going to fucking start? <laughs> uh, if the Bears win this game, the Seahawks need to hang it up. They're done for the season at that point. <laughs> but I really think this is a t- this is a legitimate chance that the Seahawks are just blowing it all up because nothing makes sense. They're in their own heads from the Super Bowl. They're still not over it. Apparently, Cam Chancellor holds the keys to the fucking castle because he's not playing and nothing, nothing works. Holds the keys to the fucking castle. He's not playing and all of a sudden this defense looks like a bunch of scrubs. Like, what is going on? You know, what would, you know, would make, you know, would make that reference like if 100% they were playing perfect. The, uh, not the, if they were playing the, the Cowboys. Cowboys. That would be good, too. If Russell Wilson was the one that got injured and mm. the Seahawks traded for Matt Castle. That would be great. The keys to the castle. But here's a question I'm going to start asking you, Mark, okay. each week now. Sure. The Giants. Yeah. The Colts. Mm-hmm. The Ravens. The Saints. The Eagles. The Texans. Uh-huh. The Bears. The Seahawks. The Lions. Best chance to get off of the winless schneid well, this week. The one thing I will say, I think it's a I appreciate it's your question. It's a huge list, I know. I appreciate your question. I think one thing that's a little silly about it is we got the Bears and the Seahawks playing each other. One of those teams is going to be on. No, I'm just saying, win a game. out of all of them, mm-hmm. who's the team where if you had to pick an eliminator pool out yeah. of just the winless teams, who's your guy? Um, well, I, I would go probably the safest pick and pick the Seahawks. Uh, Only because they're playing the Bears. They go, well, they're playing the Bears and they're playing the Bears at home, and they are very upset about the fact that they keep losing games. Uh, but I will say this. My heart of heart, it's telling me these Giants are going to win a game. They're <laughs> going to win a game on Thursday night. I, I fully believe they've got it in them to not blow a lead at some point in this season. I've also made the joke. That if the if the Giants are gonna win a Super Bowl, it's this fucking year because <laughs> hey, everything Tom looks Coughlin, awful. Tom, Tom Coughlin, Coughlin needs he's to be a, fired. He's especially telling his team this week that hey, remember when we won the Super Bowl in 07, we started zero and two. Not only that, but your division's a disaster, so you only had to win like seven games to get yeah. into the playoffs. And we all know when the when the Giants don't win very many games and get into the playoffs, they win the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. It was yeah when we. Uh, when they won that Super Bowl, mm. they lost to Dallas week one at Dallas. Yeah. They lost to Green Bay week two. I know a little bit harder of an opponent than mm-hmm. Philly. Then they went on one, two, three, four, five, six straight wins before going into their bye week. I'll even say, because it's pretty, a lot of people are pretty shoo-in uh, for the Patriots to get into the Super Bowl, 
I'm just saying the Giants only win when they play the Patriots. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's looking like it's going to happen for the third time. This time, all the balls will be properly inflated. And I'm looking at the next six games for the Giants. Washington, Buffalo, San Fran, Philly, Dallas, New Orleans. It's possible, Besides man. that Buffalo game, they could go 6-0 in it's the next possible. six games. Then play Tampa, go 7-0, and and then lose to the Patriots. But they lose in the regular season, beat them in the Super Bowl. Oh, of course. Of course. Because <laughs> they beat them when it counts, right? Yeah. They beat them when it counts. But how about... Now, nah, I'm not going to give you the same question. You know what I'm going to say, though? Mm-hmm. I'll give you the flip side. Cool. Right now, my highest probability mm-hmm. to go 0-16, Philadelphia Eagles. Oh, man. You know what? I, it's very hard for me to believe that a team will go and be as bad as the Detroit Lions. Not going to say they are for sure, but if I had to pick one if, of these teams it's week somebody, three, I'm picking the yeah. Eagles. Oh, for sure. Uh, and, and it's one of those things, too, because all in the offseason, everyone's saying we have no clue what this guy is doing, Chip Kelly. We have no idea what this guy's doing. Nothing makes sense. Why did you get rid of Tim Tebow? But everybody was sitting there saying, but we expect it to pay off. But it's not. We expect that you know what you're doing. Now we're sitting here going, oh, he had no fucking clue. He had no clue what he was doing, apparently, because nothing of the, nothing that he did has been working out so far. I'm, Some guys are just meant to be college coaches, man. Yeah. Some guys are I, just meant to be. I did not be. believe that the transition would work. Then he got here and it worked. <laughs> now and I, now told, I think like, and hey, I, I, I might have been right. Man, I told both you and Dave that first year, man, he's going to come in and he's just going to set the league on fire. And he did. Because no one knew how to. It was kind of like the Wildcat. Yeah. Nobody knew what to do the first year. And then everyone had footage, and they're like, oh, that's how we beat it. Boom. Now yeah, no we, one does the wild. All right, cat. we got it. I mean, we have all every year with these uh, these read option mobile mm-hmm. quarterbacks. They come in. They light the league on fire. Next year, oh, never mind. Because we got footage Every on year. Now we see it. And, I, and it took a little bit longer, I guess, with the Philadelphia Eagles, you could say. But, I mean, I don't know. I think a big problem, too, is just – I don't know. This is an old podcast, but we had that argument, me, you, and Dave. Of, yeah. These players are too old. Mm-hmm. They cannot do this. Yeah. That's one of the reasons why DeMarco Murray's sitting on the sidelines. Mm-hmm. He cannot play that fast. He just can't do it. Uh, Was so, that in our wide receiver um, quarterback tandem one? I don't know. I feel like that was the one we talked about. It, it was around the Chip Kelly time when he was yeah. first coming, and we and you you were a big proponent of their – when he I made that claim of, like, they I only need 10 seconds. In. They need 10 seconds. That's all they need or something yeah. like that. 10-second runout. Like, and Dave was against it because – Oh, I'm against it too. These hey, guys are going to die. Know what? It's possible. We got, we got big, fat, old dudes out there. They're going to literally die. It's possible. We got our games that we're going to pick this week. You guys can check out the video – on the YouTube channel for that, but Mark, yes, what's your surprise game for me? Who are you giving? You me? know it's coming Thursday night. The Redskins versus the Giants. I'll pick the Giants in that one. Good pick. I will go Giants. What am I going to give you? I still don't know what I'm going to give. I you. was so excited when I saw that Redskins Giants <sighs> matchup. I'm like, ah, Ricky's going to love it. Hmm. No, that one's too easy. I got to give you a hard one. Sure, why not? A difficult one. Give me a, give me a hard one like the Patriots-Jaguars. That's a <laughs> tough one. I don't know who's going to win. How about mm-hmm. 
Cowboys, Falcons. Easy, Falcons. Uh, no, okay. Uh, I don't know. I'll let you switch it if you want to switch it. It's either that or Colts, Titans. Colts, Titans? Ooh, that's a tough one. Uh, uh, we'll go with that one then. Colts, Titans. Hmm, interesting question. All right, here's the, here's the Colts, Titans. Mariota has everything he needs to have a successful game. That, that defense but can is Andrew a disaster. Luck be Andrew Luck? If all Andrew Luck has to do is not throw three interceptions, <laughs> and they should be fine, right? Not have four turnovers because he fumbled it, I believe, once too. Uh, and you think that would happen, but that offensive line's a disaster. It's written on the wall that Pagano is going to get his, you know, he's going to get mm-hmm. the boot. I'm going to be bold. I'm going to be a Ricky Widmer here, and I'm going to say the Titans are winning this game. Super Mario to Bros. I'm saying it's going to happen. <laughs> this, it's set up very well for Mario to come back and say, hey, guys, sorry about last guys, week. Guys, I'm a real quarterback. I can do this. Guys, remember when I was good against famous And then, famous? of course, Jameis Winston will do shitty because only one can be good a week. <laughs> <laughs> Who are the Bucks playing this week? Oh, that's right, the Texans. So that means you're saying tough defense. Tech, Texans gonna they they, they gotta <laughs> Tex, win. Texans get their uh, first win of the season. They've gotta win it. Hey man, if Mario's gonna do well. If Arian Foster comes back, that may be true because they only win mm-hmm. when Arian Foster's on the field. When they, he's not, yeah. they lose. They need a quarterback out there. But that is going to do it this week for the onside kick. I want you guys right now in the comment section. Tell us how we did today. What would you agree with what we said today? Did you disagree with anything? Let us know. In the comment section down below. If you're on YouTube, hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button so you keep in contact with everything that we're doing on the YouTube page. If you're on SoundCloud, go ahead, hit that follow button while you're there, and then go over to the YouTube channel. Hit the subscribe button so you have everything for you. You can follow me on Twitter. I'm at Ricky Widmer. Mark is at the, with two E's, Mark Weber. Most Valuable Podcast is at Most Valuable Pod. I want to thank you guys for checking out this podcast. And as always, have a good day, everybody. Thank you for listening to this MVP podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Most Valuable Pod for more great podcasts.